Bowlers is episode 96, getting down with the nerdy and the dirty. I'm here with uh, myself, of course, and I got my brother Dimitri in here background, wearing a sporting the Captain America outfit, or or stars Captain stripes, or Captain Falcon, or Stars and Stripes. I got Robert here. Say what's up, Robert. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, grandfather clock. I was going to say, I was like, that a grandfather clock? Damn, dude. <laughs> yeah. And we got Martin, uh, a Martin in Zero Dark Thirty, man. <laughs> He's hiding in a cave somewhere. <laughs> Damn, man, it's good to see you guys. Um, yeah, so if you haven't heard, like, we're going to get nerdy and dirty. It's been, you know, we've been postponing this podcast for about three weeks now, I think. Uh, we're talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier finale, or the entire series. So going full on spoilers. Um, we're talking about Invincible. And I don't know how far you guys got, but you know we'll talk about some of the episodes. And then Jesus, man, uh, T, back me up. What, what what else are we talking about here? Um, uh, yeah, oh, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. We didn't talk about Mortal Kombat. Get our thoughts, our thoughts about that. And it, and anything new that's come out? Yeah, anything new that's come out this this past few weeks? I mean, Dimitri just posted about The Rock playing with a crypto, the dog, yeah. <laughs> the dog. super dog. <laughs> super dog that's hilarious man like he, like he's he so badly like wants uh from what i heard last is that he is support for that snyder verse like he wants to fight superman and he's pals with henry cavill uh a cavill yeah yeah and so he's like i want this to happen and so it's like wb's like that's like their biggest cash crop right now is that the rock is going to be in their universe so it's like Oh, maybe we should consider what he wants. And so it's like, yeah, come on, dude. I was like, just do it. Yeah. It's kind of, The Rock is a little bit of a, I'm not really sure, but I think he's like homegrown. I think he lived or he's from Hayward. He lived in Hayward for a long time. Yeah, Yeah. Wait, The Rock is from Newark? Hayward, uh, Hayward, Hayward, the Bay Area, Hayward. yeah. Well, well, he li- he lived here for a portion of his life when he was younger. Not yeah. Sure. That's, you know, same with uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks? Oh, that's right. Yeah, and, he and was Yeah. He's not what? Yeah. what? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, One of shit. Tom Hanks' first job was actually working at the Oakland Coliseum. I don't know no. during COVID if you guys noticed. Right behind the uh, home plate, they you know how they had like everyone's cutout mm-hmm. stuff like that. They had a cutout of Tom Hanks when he was younger working as one of the concessions people. No right way. Home plate. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um. All right, guys. Uh, I mean, I mean, what do you think we should start first? Should we start with a uh, Mortal Kombat since that's short and easy? <laughs> sure. I mean, th- that movie was probably like yeah. an hour and a half, you know. Throwing in an early uppercut there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, well, let's talk about Mortal Kombat. So, um, Mortal Kombat, I'm talking about the first one back in, what, what 95, I think it came out? Yeah. That one is still like, like, it's still a guilty pleasure for me because the soundtrack was dope. The the fighting, cool, like, it, it, like, it, it, it definitely. I didn't play the video games that much. Like I wasn't really that into it, but I definitely played it when I had a chance to. Plus, it was bloody, and my mom didn't want me playing it at the time. But I definitely got really into it when the movie came out, and it still had very high standards at video game movies at the time, and so it still did. And now it's like, okay, you know, let's see what this one does. Let's see what this one brings. There's even been like a, a live action uh, web series I remember that came out a few years back, like almost a decade ago um that was pretty good too and recently of course the video games have just been like they're gruesome <laughs> they're so gruesome and so it's like of course this movie had everything to live up to and so it's like i'm just like wondering for you guys like did it live up to your expectations when it came to like how it felt based off the video games and all the other material um for me i think they could have done more i mean the, the the director kept saying like oh you know that like he wanted to show some scenes and the executives were like scared about it and just like this is what Mortal Kombat is. It's like this is yeah, what you're expected to be. On, like like if you don't go full on out, then you're not you're, you're not Mortal Kombat. And so it's like, um, but as for the whole movie, it's just like I don't know. I mean, heck, it wasn't even a tournament. It was building up to a tournament and like they were so focused on building a sequel that's like you gotta focus on the first movie first. You gotta get my attention. Um, but yeah, I'll stop there. Anyone else want to go? Rock, um, Dimitri, since you were first on here, go ahead. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. Uh, it's beautiful trash. That's what it was. <laughs> it was it was entertaining to the max with all the fatal- 
all the fatalities, all the fighting. But there was no real story plot development. There was no character development. And yeah, there was no tournament. That was, that was the whole point of Mortal Kombat. There's supposed to be a tournament. I, I get they're trying to expand on the Mortal Kombat franchise, but they, there's no tournament in the first one. They, there should have been something like that, at least. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, uh, Robert, go ahead. <laughs> Robert. Yeah, no, um, and I. I don't want to like offend any of your uh, fans or the audience, but stupid fans. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I just thought it was a waste of time when I finished watching it. I, <laughs> I, because I, I remember watching like I haven't, I haven't played that much Mortal Kombat, but I did go on YouTube at one point and looked up Mortal Kombat X all cut scenes in one kind of two hour thing, and it was just mm-hmm. kind of cool. Like it was kind of like oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it was really well developed and just with the cut scenes involved. Um, and I imagine, like, you know, the, the movie doesn't really have to, like, segue from that. They could adopt that in their certain way. And, and I just feel like they took the step backward. And um, regarding, like, the plot, I, I would have been fine with just, like, like, a series of just, like, fights. That's it. With no plot. I mean, I, like... Yeah. But it was, it was kind of weird because they, they, they wanted to make a plot. They tried. They half-assed it. Um... And I just thought it was kind of just like it. It definitely like lost my attention for sure. Um, <laughs> I think where it was going, it started off good with the whole like, let's get into Scorpion and, and see about his life and mm-hmm. give him like this whole character development and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of just fell off to like, I get they were trying to do like oh his heritage or his relatives, mm-hmm. but they kind of just like jumped into oh okay we're gonna get all these rejects and just give him superpowers somehow. They, they don't even explain how they got these powers. They're just worthy, apparently. And then they just randomly get powers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Martin, go ahead before we start getting more into detail. What do you think? Man. I mean, going back to what you said about 1995 Mortal Kombat, you know, guilty pleasure. I mean, I only find all pleasure, none of the guilt in that one. I think, uh, you know, I mean, that movie was just like a Saturday morning cartoon. And it is like so much fun. And uh, I watched it like semi recently, and I was like, "Oh man, you know, it's like it's just a silly, fun movie. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't really take itself seriously too much, you know." So I think in that sense, you can kind of buy it pretty good. And then the effects and some of the set pieces are like, you know, they do the practical, and it just looks very haunted mansiony. And then Goro in that one, it just like I, I don't know. I, there was a lot. That movie kind of just I, I love that movie. Um, <laughs> It was just, it's just a fun movie, and I just think, you know, it just all kind of made sense for that video. It's, like, very video game-ish, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Open scene, you know, you have the, the main theme, and it just starts off, and I think just straight through. And then, you know, and then you go through, like, the second one, Annihilation, which is just, like, total, like... Oh, I was like, don't bring up Annihilation. No. <laughs> that was what we yeah. thought Mortal Kombat was going to be. And I think it, it like yeah. tanked the whole series. Yeah, like I don't, know, I don't know what happened there, and so it's, it's like just, you, you have Mortal Kombat on in the movies, and then you have the sequel, and that one deserved to be on like DVD at a five dollar store at a gas station. That's how you put the sequel. Like it, it looked bad, hero. so bad. Yeah. Um, and I get like, understandably like why it would tank the series, and it just kind of turned what you know was. I mean, I was gonna miss. Uh, is it? Paul W. Sam, I forget that all the Anderson mixed me up. Which one? Uh, are you talking which which character? Is it an actor or a character? No, the director. Oh, uh, the director. Resident Evil. Oh, he's the one that did this movie. He did the whole, he did the original Paul W. Oh Sam. shit! And he did Resident Evil, like Event Horizon. He did uh, he did the, like the new Monster Hunter. He does like all these video game movies. Oh shit! And I, I feel like out of all the video games movies. He was like Mortal Kombat was the one, like hit the head on the nail. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> um. You know what? Yes. Yeah, speaking of the original one, I'm sorry. We got, we got to keep bringing this up, but like, the last Mortal Kombat game had a lot of like extra characters. Like, there's always coming out with another DLC. Hell, Terminator. Uh, was it Rambo's in there? A bunch of other cool characters. Spawn, Alien. Just name them. They're probably in there. Um. But the last one I think I saw was the skins was that you can change the skins to be the characters from Mortal Kombat. So Raiden, 
looks like Raiden from the first original movie. Yeah. And it's and wow. it's actually has the voice actor in it. So it's like, what the fuck? Uh, Sonya Blade, they did that Sonya Blade. I think they did a couple other characters. Um oh, Shang Soon. They did it to him as well, the guy that can change uh appearances and everything. They brought him back. Heck, they brought him back for the DLC. And so like they're de- the Mortal Kombat's all about bringing that back, that fan service, but making it work. And it's just it's mind bottling uh mind bottling like how they do that. Um but yeah, speaking of this movie, I mean, oof, uh, let's see. The, the whole point was just to have a tournament, and it was just more like, okay, Damn. yeah. And, and you get it, like you kind of got the concept based on the video games. Is like, yeah, another world's trying to take over this world, and in order to prevent that, the gods held a tournament, and whoever wins conquers the other world or something like that, and that's it. And here they try to make it superly overcomplicated by adding. Oh, these are your powers. This is how you get it. And this is the marking. You have to have this marking to be in this competition. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> yeah. They made it too like, complicated. I feel like when they made the movie, they kind of expected like all these viewers kind of to see all this like Mortal Kombat lore. And they were kind of like throwing the best of it. And yeah. I kind of you know, give them props because I think they made it with a lot of heart and a lot of care. There were just like some, uh, you know, just some like missteps. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I had a fun time watching it. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. Don't get me wrong. Whoever's listening to this, you know, like this Mortal Kombat movie, it's it, it is fun to watch, but yeah. like I wouldn't go see it in theaters. I'm glad I didn't go see it in theaters and pay money for this. Uh, <laughs> I, found it, I found it funny when uh, Luke Kane was fighting Kano. And like the very like during their training session, and he's over here like doing the same move over and over. Like nah, in the video games, nah. that's what people would do. Like yeah, keep doing the same move. Over <laughs> and over. Okay, yeah. hands down, I loved I I loved Kano in this movie. Kano yeah. was the best was part of this movie. It was funny. He was definitely entertaining. I mean, hell, he was like making fun of Luke Kane, like put a shirt on, Magic Mike. I was like, oh shit! I was like, damn. <laughs> hell, <laughs> funny. Hell, <laughs> funny. How much did that cost? That joke referencing another like movie that copyright, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um. Probably more than what they made. <laughs> oh my god! Seriously. Um. But what did you guys think of the kills? They were brutal. Pretty I brutal. Like, I I like the fatalities. All the fights led up to one. I th- it was kind of like you're playing a video game. I thought for sure, like, it was... They were cool, but I thought maybe they happened a little too quick. Where, mm-hmm. like, like you know, like, when... Uh, what's his name? Kung Lao was, like, he used his hat to kill the, the bat lady. I forgot her name. But, yeah, like, when he cut her half... It was pretty... It was You see it, but it was pretty quick. And I was like, man, that would be cool if you see her kind of like a saw thing where she's, like... Looking at the uh, looking at the blade and it's screaming and then and then, and then he slowly does it. That would that would just just that little emphasis there is just like oh my god that would have been yeah, cool. And I, and, yeah, yeah, and I don't I don't like that torture horror movie stuff. But in Mortal Kombat, I'm like fuck it, do it, do Maybe it. That's it's, some of the stuff like he was trying to put in, but they weren't about it because you said that. Like, yeah, yeah. And some executives were like, oh no, we can't do that, and just like this is fucking Mortal Kombat, man, do it. But, like, all the fatality scenes were pretty gruesome already. So, mm. like, how much more can you get? You, you want to see some awesome fatalities? Watch that last, uh, was it, last Rambo movie with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I think a Rambo yeah. comes home or something. I don't know if you've seen the fight scenes in the end, but oh, my God. That movie got a lot of hate, but I thought the movie was I bad. thought it was fucking bad. Well, it got hate because it made put Mexicans on a bad, you know, rap or something like that. I think that's yeah. what it was, but like you know, hey, they were cartel and they got what they deserved, and fuck. Yeah. But um, yeah. So like, anyways, yeah. Any more last thoughts about Mortal Kombat? Um, I mean, I mean, I just, I just hope for the best. I hope they can continue it. <laughs> like it's, it's just a fun watch. I don't like. I, I, my expectations weren't that big or anything. I was just looking forward to see what they were gonna do. You know. You know what's really good? That uh, the animation one, Scorpion's Revenge. Yeah, I yeah. that was good. I think that is like key Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like like Dimitri said, the whole beginning of this movie was about Scorpion, and they kind of like threw that into the background, and then they yeah. added, they added this new character. I forgot his name. Got but he's supposed to be like descended from Scorpion, mm-hmm. and it's like he that came out of nowhere. They did it. They really didn't need to add that character, and. They could have just gone straight with Johnny Cage or some other character. Heck, so- uh, Sonya and uh, Jax are basically like, you know, they're they're, you know, they're they're armed forces, but they don't know anything about the mystical crap, and so they would have been thrown in a 
you know, out of the loop too. They would be like, what the fuck is all this? And yeah. so they could have easily used those characters as Avatar. Super weird. These little tiny robot arms in the beginning. Like, I was like, what the? It what? just so weird. And later they just like, got his tank arms. I yeah. thought, okay, I thought, okay, they're going that route. Okay, are they going to build up to his arms? You know what I mean? Like, kind of like an Iron Man status. And all of a sudden, he has magical metal arms. And I'm like, where did, how, how does this magic stuff work? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they all got their powers kind of randomly. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what did they call it? Like the, like the Arcana? Like, yeah, something like that. Kano like got his, his powers just from being pissed off for not getting an egg roll. Like, <laughs> that, what the hell? <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. You gonna jump on it? Oh, the name's right there. Yeah. Oh, guys, we got a Stephanie here. Say hi. The hot little fellas. Hello. Hi, hi. Fellas. Oh, Hello. What's your quick thoughts hi, about Mortal, Mortal Kombat? Ooh. I wasn't expecting so much gruesomeness. Really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, well, I've played the game. It, I mean, I know I've played the game so many times, but... Oh, yeah, Mortal Kombat was, was one of her first games she played. Yeah. She used to beat you. Yeah. <laughs> That's because she was one of those people that kept pressing the same damn button all the time. Noob. Yeah, like yeah she, kept being, she kept being... She kept being uh, noob. noob. Noob was a fucking Noob cheat was code. My okay. Player to play actually, because everyone picked Scorpion or Sub Zero. She kept picking Noob because generic. she kept pressing the stupid button that trans- teleports him and hits me, and kept yeah. fucking with me all the time. I like that move. Okay. Yep, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, I think we'll close it on our Mortal Kombat topic, but um, yeah. So uh, I like I like your jersey, um, Dimitri. And great segue Thank into you. that. We're going to get Ooh. into Captain America nice. and Winter Soldier. I get it. First, uh, I believe first season. We'll see if there's second season. Um, yeah, all about the, se- the series. And so let's see how they... Let, let's do this review. Um, all in all, I think the series was supposed to come out first. And then it got pushed back because of the COVID. Um, but either way, like I, I'm glad it still came out. And it was really good, like the first episode. Because like... like I had uh, my buddy Fernando with me, and like we watched Endgame, and then we went right into the first episode of this, and so it definitely picks up. And six months later, you know, like right after that, and then you definitely still have that feel, and you kind of feel like you know, you know, uh, was it Falcon's like his like guilt, like he doesn't know how to live up to it, and and who and who would? It's like fucking, you're Captain America, like he did all this crazy shit, and, like I don't deserve the shield, and so it was just a lot of amped upness and you know he did the right thing putting it in a museum probably or what felt bad uh well it felt good you know to him and then later on the government just fuck was with him and let's make a new captain america just like that and it's like who the fuck is this dick <laughs> <laughs> what you guys think of that 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 first episode <laughs> announcement yeah i mean it it was um it threw him. It threw him in a loop when they introduced like the new Captain America, um, and uh, I'm trying to remember the first episode. I really liked it a lot. I think, um, I think we like they talked to like so. I think what I enjoyed most was like the Winter Soldier and like his background or where does he live or how does he fit a normal life, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it seems like he was, you know, going through the process of you know, um, kind of like. Deconstructing his mind and rehabilitating it in the, in the same um, on the same level, um, and yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I think uh, that's, uh, that's all I that's all I can say. Yeah. I, I, I think it was. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. I think Marvel like. Is, I think it's pretty crazy how they just like they take like a bit of a step back and then just like all these filler kind of, but it's like good filler, like filler that kind of like, oh, wow, you know, you want to think of that, and then it's just like, okay, so kind of that plays out is, I think, it's just really cool, kind of unexpected, so I like to see all that. You know, you're right, like, I like how Marvel can do one big event, hence the, the blip, and still show it from different people's point of view, heck, you see the WandaVision episode four, where, uh, what's her name, the, ah, uh, God, the, the, the the woman comes back, you know, from in the hospital, and her mom's supposed to be in there. Uh, uh, Captain Monica. Marvel's, uh, yeah, Monica. Sorry, Monica Rambo. Um, yeah, and she and she comes back, 
and it looks like a horror scene because people just like randomly showing up in the hospital and it's like holy shit and then here you see like the flag smashers you kind of get their point of view like you know like you know the world was in chaos for five years now all of a sudden people just randomly show up and it's like okay what the fuck like how's the government gonna handle this and then you get people like the falcon where he wants to get a loan but he was being he's been gone for like five years and it's like what the fuck even superheroes can you get like i, I would have if i was the falcon i'd be like bitch i brought everyone back from the universe i was like you yeah. can't give me a fucking loan are you serious and then he wants a picture i was like what fucking yeah corporate america fucking corporate yeah <laughs> i guess one thing that i always think about like with like during the uh, like so during that series i always thought about like um spider-man far from home because that takes place after the blip as well and, and then the only thing that the only like issues that they bring up is like, oh, the students are like different age now, and like, and like it's just weird, like how you see this one kid go through like puberty, like all of a sudden kind of thing. No, like, yeah, it's like um, twenty. Yeah, <laughs> and like they go to Europe. Um, spoiler, they go to Europe in Spider-Man: Far From Home. Um, but then we see like in the series, like you know, the Flag Smashers are all over Europe, and they're they're kind of like they've been there enough to like you know 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 the, like the underlying issues that are happening in like within borders. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Spider Man, like they're on a you know field trip. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's pretty cool seeing like straight off the first episode. You see, uh, like how heroic Sam really is. Like, oh yeah. Like he's doing all this action shit, and compare it. I actually rewatched the the first episode today because I haven't. That's the one I seen probably the least or i haven't seen it recently mm-hmm. compared to the last episode where he actually has a shield and he has his new suit he's still doing the same thing with his wings like he's he's still sam yeah like all he has is a shield and a new suit so really like he's been Vibranium doing this all along suit. yeah he, he's always he's always been a badass hero yeah, man. All, all the same shit, like jumping from planes and like you know helicopters and shit, and all the, like all the maneuvers he was doing. He finally got the label he deserved, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And then, like you were saying, how he didn't feel worthy with the shield. Mm-hmm. I just think he didn't know uh, how to like respect Steve. I, I guess he felt disrespectful owning that shield. Mm-hmm. Because or, he didn't know how to live up to his expectations. Yeah, I think that was a big. That was a big theme where it's like he didn't know how to live up to that, and it's like I don't know what to do with this. And but he's been doing it all along. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, he's been doing it this whole entire time. Um, let's see. I mean, I, I guess I'll go right into it. Where like the biggest surprise for me was that you find out that there has been a basically a black Captain America, and. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait, what? And then you find out he's been in prison for 30 years and they experimented on him. Because, of course, everybody... This was brought up all the way back to like the second Marvel movie was uh, The Incredible Hulk, where everyone was trying to recreate that super soldier serum. And here they looks like they finally... They did so many test subjects, but it looks like they finally got one that worked. And unfortunately, this guy happened to be black and just... And they, they experimented on him and everything. I was just like, wow, I was shocked. And I was like, what the fuck? And then, they, and then, and then like, Marvel didn't sugarcoat it. They showed it that, you know, like, a person of color all of a sudden getting stopped by a police just because he's having an argument mm. with a white friend. I was like, what the fuck? And it, it, it just... Thank sh- you, yeah, thank you, Disney. You know, like, <laughs> you don't sugarcoat it. And it's like, that's exactly what we need to see. I know some people are like, you know, like, we don't need this, you know, politic type of thing going on. But it's like, it's it's... And like I get it, we live in a fantasy world with Marvel and stuff like that. But sometimes what makes it great is that it lives in the reality of this world, and, I mean, yeah. and so that, that's what makes it so relatable still to these characters. And yeah, and so yeah, what did you guys? How did you guys feel about that shocker that there was a black Captain America? I just want to say what's kind of cool was uh, a lot of people are like, don't show politics or whatever. Huh? Uh, like they don't want to see it. A lot of people are like, "Don't show politics in our sports or whatever. Like, leave that alone." But now they're showing politics in our shows or in our heroes. Yeah, so you can't it's help it. Cool to see that realism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think like Marvel like does a good way of like kind of like making it work. Kind of. It's I don't think it's like super super forced, 
I mean, it's there and it's kind of obvious, but they still make it work and like tell me to the whole thing. So very tasteful in a way. I yeah. mean, like towards yeah. like the very oh, yeah. like the very the very last episode with oh my god, the build up with that. Okay, I didn't want to talk about it like right into it, but oh, go ahead. That was that. I swear to God, this whole series was so freaking good. It was it was it was this <sighs> close to breaking me. Where oh, you it see, made me cry. <laughs> yeah, where, it was I, I so mean, I'm sorry. I forgive emotional. me for for forgetting the name. It's been a couple weeks, but like you know. You see the the black Captain America hugging um, Sam, you know, because of the memorial now that's in a museum about him, and it's like right. now he's finally getting honored for that. And you see him just like hugging and crying him and tearing up, and it's just like holy. Yeah, because I'm, those I'm, those in power, yeah, are the ones with the with everybody's hands, like everybody's lives in their hands. You know, this is, you know, it was his role is so important in like the marvel universe more than ever now i feel and i feel like it was so like well thought you know so put together very well like very thoughtfully um it caught it definitely you know cut i feel like it cut everyone's heart oh yeah it just it was so beautiful and ah <laughs> I need it's to see a, that scene again. Yeah, that was a pretty powerful scene. <laughs> if you want to feel good, come watch that scene. <laughs> watch this scene. <laughs> I mean, me cry towards the end. Yeah, yeah it, it was it close was to breaking amazing. me. I was like, this is touching. heavy shit right so here. Touching, yeah. <laughs> He's finally getting recognition he deserved. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And throughout the series, I also like even I even sympathize with like, the flag smashers. I think their their purpose yeah. was definitely like something like reasonable or. I mean, had, it was it was valid to a certain extent, but like you know, the practices were kind of, you know, anarchists. Makes yeah, it makes yeah. some perception of them like a little bit more difficult to accept. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I remember we had my my parents in the room when they were watching the the last episode where Sam gives a speech about like you know telling the politics straight to their face. It's just like if you guys don't handle this, there's gonna be another flag smasher group just like this. Just the way you're treating them right now, there's going to be more of them just like this if you keep continuing what you're doing. And they're like listening. They're like, damn, he's pretty good at this. I was like, that's a pretty good speech. He's speaking for the people. Yeah, that's, who yeah. that's who Sam they, is. That's who Sam is. They needed more from the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, it's exactly. It's who Sam is. You know, he's speaking for every for all the little people, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think he's the perfect icon. For, for the know? little people. This is just like a... Oh, what was I going to say? Um... It's just like an evolution of, you know, Captain America, and I feel it's just, ah, it's so mm-hmm. roughly well put together. Sticking up for the little guy, as Steve once said. Sticking, what, yeah. what I thought was... He was a little uh, bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what I thought was crazy was Thanks. that first scene where you first see Sam in his new suit, and he busts oh. through the window, and the guy's like, who are you? Like... Is Where he the not fuck recognizable? You like, I'm wearing the Stars and Stripes and have a shield, and he just looks at him like, I'm Captain America. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, is it not noticeable? Like, I have the shield. <laughs> Captain, uh, Captain Falcon, the one guy referenced. Captain Falcon. <laughs> or someone said, that's the Black Falcon right there. He's like, no, that's yeah. Captain America. <laughs> yeah. um, the Falcon Punch. The Falcon Punch. <laughs> If he said that, then I would be hella laughing. And I know, like, like you know, sometimes the suits alone can look corny, and sometimes they don't always look great, but, like, the characters in them make them awesome. Mm-hmm. And so this is one of those times where, like, the suit, like, I was like, wow, that's really bright white and everything. They don't normally go like that route, but then he's working it. He's cool. making it. And then the way, he, the way he moved, the way he threw the shields flying around, I was like, man, he's making it work. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think with definitely made me laugh was going back to uh the other captain america i forget his name but um and uh what's the other guy's name Battlestar that he had he had a psychic when (laughs) that hell of a laugh when like they're in the truck together after their first fight with the with the terrorists i feel like Battlestar is like completely like that's not coming back (laughs) i know that that's that's pretty freaking hilarious um Jesus, man. What, what other scenes can we talk about? Um, Zemo. How you guys feel about Zemo? Uh, and the Wakandans coming back, man. That was a surprise. I did not see that coming. I really hope they get into, like, somehow, it's like, the Thunderbolts. Because I've been, like, reading and, like, 
looking up stuff about them. And Zemo is one of the leaders of the Thunderbolts. Ooh. I really hope they get into that aspect because, like, I because somehow they can tie it into the Netflix series of like uh, the Defenders and stuff. So mm-hmm. I hope they bring that back because I really love the Defenders. So I don't know. I, there's so many ways to tie in Zemo into stuff, but I mean, he he thought, he is in the raft now with all the other villains. Yeah. And they said that they already announced that in She-Hulk, the Abomination's going to come back. Because he's not dead. He's been in prison this entire time since the first Hulk movie. So it's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Zemo can give him the right nudge. Is they going to bring back Tim Roth for him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they def- Oh, I mean, they might. I mean, being that the Abomination already is kind of already a creature. I don't know if he goes back to human form, but um, yeah. I mean, they could always use the voice. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, I can't wait for that. And the Wakandans coming in. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, I, I'm just a fan of Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah. yeah. Me too. Yeah. They got to put that shit on Disney+. Plus. They don't have them put that on there because they don't have the rights to the, the oh, solo yeah. Hulk movie, which I think is weird now. It's after 10 years. They still don't have the rights to that. Um, they got to put that on there. But um, they'll probably build up to it. But, like... Yeah, like I said, the She-Hulk thing is coming out. Um, you know, see how that goes. Let's see. Oh, Wakandans. Yeah. How did you guys feel about the Wak- Wakandans coming in here? The... I thought they were badass. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like. So John Walker's good. over here like, why are you guys using sticks? <laughs> <laughs> like, and you it... can't fight, like, regular, like, warrior women? Like, what's wrong with you, man? Oh, You're a soldier. Man. And then, like he, not, like not saying women are weak, but I'm just like, you're dude, like a hero. I when he when he when he put his hand on her, I was like, oh my god, yeah, is, they gonna, god. <laughs> is they gonna go? <laughs> oh my god. Um, but I think at that point, that's when he realized he needed to take the super serum because oh. he was like, I I can't even fight these women who have sticks, and it's like. Yeah. It's like you're you're kind of powerless now because these women overtook you. Mm-hmm. It's kind of easy. It's definitely it's definitely cool to see like the vibranium shield versus like the vibranium spear. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, like two weapons of the same material clash. Yeah. Um, and then also like I also like that like you know in, in um, I guess in Captain America no sorry in, in Avengers Infinity War I remember that one scene where like the Wakandan. Um, lady, I forgot the, the, the actress, the name of the actress, but she's like, um, she's like, when I thought you were opening world, I didn't mean, I didn't know you were gonna mean it like this. And she's like, we didn't, you know, um, that <laughs> Starbucks. Black oh, like, yeah. yeah, we thought I, we, what did I see? Open, open up, really the, open up to the world. <laughs> yeah, and so like this series, I mean, they're like, they're like inclusion in this series. It seems like you know they're mm-hmm. they're already invested in like international affairs as much as they do or don't want to be, and they're like they're already in it, you know. The Dorle, the Dorje Malage are allowed to be wherever they want to be, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. You can't tell them what to do. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and, and you know what? I'm glad that they showed up too, because it shows like how big you know we're still living in this universe. So it's like there's a lot of people that show up, um, and the fact that it kind of reminds you is the fact that yeah, that unfortunately, um, God, what's his name? The Black Panther uh, passed. Wow, my my, I'm very funny. Huh? Chadwick. Chadwick, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm brain farting. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that Chadwick Boseman, you know, passed away, and that eventually they're going to have a new Black Panther. And for that culture, the Black Panther is kind of earned. And here we have a whole Captain America series, which is all based about someone else picking up the mantle. And so it's like, okay, if we can definitely do that with Captain America, we can, of course, do that with a Captain America and do it in the most honorable way. And so I can't and, wait to see what they do with that. And uh, plus, they they have the technology and stuff and the resources to keep basically the world in check. And I think after Endgame, that's kind of their, their goal mm-hmm. after all this is kind of keep the world in check. Yeah. <laughs> they have all the technology and the resources and the weapons they need. Mm-hmm. And when Zemo got out, that's, that's their job. They keep all the villains away. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, it looks like I hate to see that Sharon Carter is, you know, becoming a bad person now. Mm. And it's like, yeah, she did get screwed over those few years back. But it's like, man, I actually liked that character a while back. And now she's going to be a villain. 
I was like, no, that sucks. I was like, man. Oh, the way you kissed Captain America. <laughs> you kissed Captain America. Yeah. The way I look at it, or the one that I was trying to, like, you know, trying to get like get her angry, like, trying to figure out, like, why. And, like, um, I remember reference um, uh, Batman, uh, the Red Hood. You know, at one point, the Red Hood, um, I remember one comic, volume one, he's like, um, obviously, you can't end crimes. You can't end crime, but you can only control it. Mm. So that's how I feel like the power broker is trying to do. Like she's, she sees from above, and like you know, she's trying to put these guys um, to fight each other, so she can like control that fight in a way. Yeah, um, I can see this. Okay. Yeah. Shit, she might, she might be also one of the people in charge of trying to put the Thunderbolts together. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see. So too. Um. Shit. Anybody else have anything to say about the series, man? I, you know, like. They make a season two. I'll be, I'll be thrilled for it. I like to see where it goes. Um, I just like the scene where Isaiah Bradley is explaining to Sam about what they experimented on him mm-hmm. and like the three hundred plus men uh, getting experimented on, and he was the only one that basically survived. But like his, when he goes on to explain, like they were going to kill his his camp, and that basically he went in and saved them all. And what happened? He got incarcerated for 30 years. He had to fake his own death just to be free. Mm-hmm. And we see Steve Rogers, who did that probably 15, 20 years before him, white male, and he over here gets rewarded for that shit. Yep. yep. <laughs> Captain America won. He's over here uh, good, saving his good, whole... Good point, man. Good, good point. His whole, like... Uh, squad he goes back and saves Bucky and everybody frees mm-hmm. them all Re- uh, like goes against the orders and he gets rewarded he becomes a hero for doing that women yeah. throw themselves at him mm-hmm. but he, <laughs> he gets a, uh, Isaiah Bradley's over here getting experimented on it, it just sucks to see that's how America was yeah unfortunately and, and you know I like how Marvel, like again Marvel didn't sugarcoat it yeah, it's yeah. It's it's great that they actually had to show that type of reality. Um, one thing I definitely liked is like the last, I think the second, yeah, second to last episode, you see Sam training with the shield. And it's like, okay, now that he has a shield, like, you know, I'm sure he can throw it, but I'm like, I don't think he's ever used it before, really. And so it's like, you see him training on it and you see how hard it is for him to get used mm-hmm. to it. Plus the fact that he doesn't have a super soldier serum. serum. Yeah. And, but yeah, like he finally gets the hang of it. I'm like, I was, I was loving that. I was like, yes. Finally, some training in there. That's cool. Um, yeah, build up to that. I can't wait to see the the interaction between Spider Man and, and this new Captain Captain America because he's gonna be like, "Aren't you Falcon or something like that?" And he's gonna make fun of him because I know Anthony yeah, Mackie and, so. and Tom, Tom Holland always have this banter with each other off screen. It's yeah. pretty funny, and um, yeah, so I can't wait to see where they go with this with the series and the movies. Uh, that'll be great to see. I, I have no idea what's what's next for them. Captain, Amer- I mean Captain America: Winter Soldier. I mean they could do another series, or like, heck, a movie. As far as I know, like I don't, I didn't see anything announced about them. They, they are doing a Captain America four. They're doing a. Yeah, that's right. Answer. Okay, they are. Okay, my bad. So I don't think they're going to continue on the series, but we're going to see more of probably like John Walker. I'm sure Bucky will still be in it. Mm-hmm. I hope they change his name to White Wolf. That'd be cool. And that's when he becomes a White Wolf. You know. Nice. That's what they called him. Be the White Wolf, um, <laughs> and maybe we see the Thunderbolts in there. I don't know. I love maybe to see it. I would to love it. to see it. Their own version of the Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Did you? Oh, go did ahead. You play Ultimate Alliance three. Not three. I didn't play three. I played one and two back in the day. But was three like was three pretty good? Uh. I was a big fan of three and like it was almost like super smash brothers in a way where a sense like if you play these marvel characters their move sets and like the things they can do like really feel like what the character would do and like i was like on a grind so i was just trying to level up all these characters and i wasn't i wasn't like i was just like kind of like eh, you know falcon there's like a lot of other marvel characters i'd rather play you know mm-hmm. Falcon my first my list but when i got the falcon and i started to play with him and I was like, oh, damn, like, it really, like, changed my thought on Falcon on his move list. I was like, this is something he would do, like, the fly and the shoot. I don't oh, know. yeah. The game just did a really good job of, like, uh, 
putting the moves and the characters together. So it was just like it just changed my whole view on Falcon in general. So for sure, when when I first saw the Falcon like really really fight was like the opening of Captain America Civil War. And you see him, like, how versatile he was with his wings. I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit, he can do all that? I was like, damn. And then you add this shield to him now. And it's like, man, this guy's unstoppable. I was like, that's great. Yeah, um, no, I, I thought the game was super smart with all their move list and all the things the characters do. It was it was a, a great game. Yeah. And plus, the fact that his wings now are vibranium. And the fact that when the helicopter crashed, he stopped it just by blocking it. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. That's awesome. He's more than a shield now. It's like his freaking wings. He, he looked like a fucking angel just floating by. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. Like. So let's. I mean, that was our. I guess any anything anything else that anybody wanted to add about that? Um, well, here so, I just want to throw a question out there. Who would win a fight, Vulture from Homecoming or Falco or Falcon? Falcon. <laughs> Are we, are we talking about Falcon now or Falcon like before he got the vibranium armor? And shit? Original Falcon. Original Falcon. Mm. Ah. I still think Falcon takes them. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, Falcon I, too. I yeah, yeah. Their wings was like it's kind of. Yeah, I I think uh, Vulture's wings were more bigger, and yeah. but he was a lot slower, and yeah, Falcon can just get he can get right in there up close and do some damage. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think Falcon definitely takes it. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, that's good par- comparison, though. Yeah, yeah, no, no yeah, definitely good comparison. Jesus. Um, <laughs> okay, so we'll end it there with the Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, series. Um, we'll definitely let's get into Invincible. All right, so how far did you guys get? So we don't lose the spoilers. I, wa- I watched it all. You watched no, it all, uh, Robert? I watched it one. You watched one, one episode. One, one and two. You watched one and two. Okay, so and Stephanie watched the entire series as well, but you know we won't spoil anything. Uh, we're talking about Invincible. Oh, weird. Yeah, yeah. So those listening, if you guys haven't seen Invincible, it's created by Robert Kirkman, the guy who did The Walking Dead. And I was like, okay, he did a superhero cartoon. I saw the trailer for it. I was like, okay, something to watch. And then the end, oh, <laughs> the end just shocked the hell out of me i'm like what the? i'm like okay there's the walking dead creator i know uh, <laughs> uh, the voice actors in there are from walking oh yeah a lot of the voice actors are from the walking dead a lot of big names in there a lot of big names and um yeah i, I mean as a series review for, for this like I, I apparently the comic came out a few years back um i've never heard of this comic and now i'm like I don't think I want this show makes me not want to read the comic because like I'm going to get spoiled because they're adding so much stuff from the comics onto here. I'm like, okay, I want to see what I definitely want to see what happens next. And seeing that JK Simmons is the lead voice in this, it's like, holy shit. Like to see where this stuff goes. It's like, it's, it's pretty incredible. And, um, I mean, I, I like, I think what they do best here is they make mortal Kombat look like a wimp. They, they they make the movie look like a wimp because this show shows the reality of what happens when you fuck with a superhero and they want to do some damage to you they show it and it's like holy fuck i mean and, and i've heard that seth rogan is trying who's also does a voice appearance in this show uh he he's in they're in production of trying to do a live action movie and, and so, I, I don't know what's for sure true. I mean, I've heard that rumors about that, but like, I don't know if they can do it because I feel exactly what the Warner Brothers is going to do again with the whole Mortal Kombat thing. It's like executives are going to get too scared of what they show and what they do. And it's like, here, you can get away with it with this animation because it looks great. But if you do it with a live action and it's real people exploding, um, then it's like, I don't know if you can get away with that. Decapitation, like you're getting your arm ran through. Oh my god! I feel like the just after watching the first episode, it like as an animated series, it just works. Like I just never seen an animated cartoon that was like, oh my god, like it was brutal to watch. So (laughs) I think it captured something kind of special, and I hope. I mean, it'd be interesting to live action, but I don't think it would ever look up to like what they did in the animated. And like Robert Kirkman, um, like his original Walking Dead, like his comic book, um, I read like quite a few of them. And I was like, man, I was like, this is like such a good like 
cartoon or comic. And uh, and then when you watch the Walking Dead show, I was like, yeah, you know, it's good, but the comic was way more good. So I thought it was like really exciting to see him do an animated series because I think you know animation and drawings and all that. He, was probably, he probably got more free play. Exactly. Get more freedom. Got more freedom to do. And I like how the yeah. episodes are about like an hour long each. So it's like, oh man, so you yeah. get a lot. And that was of stuff unique in there. too. That was unique. So, so yeah. So when I when I first when I saw when I when I watched the first episode. Um, up until like the end of the first episode, I was like, "Oh, this is kind of like this." They kind of relate to like I kind of reminded me of like su- uh, Sky High, like mm. that you know kid superhero movie where like this guy needs to go to high <laughs> yeah. school trying to learn his powers and stuff, um, and then his dad's like already a major like superhero. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely like that. Um, and then up until the, like the end, I was just like, "Okay, now this is kind of like I'm getting some type of feel of the boys from like on Amazon Prime." Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't watched that yet, but so That's it's a good. good it's a good, like, it's a good, like, it's a good thing to, like, to consider. I mean, I feel like in this, in this series, like, the world that they live in, like, superheroes are, like, common, and, like, people already, like, the, the people, like, the community, like, the public already know about them, and and it's almost like, it's like being a superhero can be an actual, like, a, a job, like, that you can put on your resume or something like that, or <laughs> yeah. they're just so used to, like, you know, superheroes flying around defending them, and they're so, they're used to, like, alien invasions, so I guess, like, it's different from, like, what we see, like, with X-Men, you know, like, just, like, the emerging mutants out here, or, or like, the Justice League, where, like, you know... They're becoming they're, heroes. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're becoming heroes, and there's so few of them. Um, and so, I think I like I like this kind of, like, reality where, like, it's almost like a norm. <laughs> Straight yeah. off of that, it gave me, like, uh, Justice League vibes a little <laughs> bit. Because I was like, each character kind of resembles somebody yeah. in Justice League. Yeah. I was like... Oh, but then it, it kind of reminded me of, uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw the Batman Beyond series where, like, there's an older version of Justice League and then Superman, like, somehow goes bad. Oh, yeah. That, that's what it kind of reminded oh, me idea. of, where he was, yeah. like, hurting or killing heroes. Oh, Jesus. So <laughs> it was interesting to see that again. Because uh, I always wondered that, like, because everyone always talks about how dark Superman can get, like, Superman can basically kill everybody. (laughs) So it's kind of interesting to see somebody resemble Superman and he goes and does that. It it, it got so popular on YouTube with people's reactions to that first episode that they even had doctors, medical doctors, examine those scenes that you see at the very end of the first movie. Like how the, what's his name, Red Rush was getting crushed with with his head getting crushed slowly and his eye popping out and blood just splattering. And they show like you know the the I forgot his name Darkwing who gets who's like that Batman ripoff and just like gets splattered with Omni Man just you know because he's normal human just splattered him like a, like a freaking bug and I was like oh my god um and 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 like here this 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 show it doesn't really sh- besides Invincible himself um, besides Mark like they don't really show like how everyone else got their powers like that. You see this Jean Grey type of character who's like who's very powerful, uh, Adam Eve. That's what her name is. But you never see how she gets her powers or anything like that. So it's like, holy cow! Um, yeah, her parents are regular. Yeah, humans. regular human. So it's like, is she a mutant or something like that? So it's kind of weird. But like you know, they just go straight into like, hey, there's a bunch of superheroes superheroes out here. There's a bunch of different teams. They have their own like Justice League, Teen Titan type of thing. That you know, everyone has their own teams. And so, like, kids, like, you know, all know all about superheroes, and Omni-Man just happens to be the biggest one. And then they have this secret government agency, which I really loved how they, they played like that out. Almost. Yeah. And it's it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like S.H.I.E.L.D. almost. And they have this, like, you know, they even work, work with uh, even sometimes villains or even demons, kind of that looks like a Hellboy ripoff. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. And so you see where the series goes, and it's just like, wow. Um, babe, do you want to do a review? No, okay. <laughs> she's like, oh, she's like traumatized. Like, no, my God. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but what, what, how I can compare it? The the last few few episodes is that you remember when, um, Batman vs Superman, the beginning, where you see the point of view of Metropolis getting destroyed, and you see Batman's view of running toward the buildings and people getting crushed yeah. by buildings, stuff like that. Um, Superman cra- crazy. Kitty creating chaos up there with Vazad and building. Um, well, they did the PG version of that here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they, they did the PG version here. They do something similar to that. The superheroes fighting villains and stuff like that, and you, it looks like the it looks like the beach scene from Saving Private Ryan. 
yeah, I swear to everybody God. Everybody yeah. dies. That's, that, that, that's <laughs> the best way to sum it up. And it's like you see everything, and it's like wow. And that's what that's where it's like. It kind of breaks me. Where like I don't think they can do this live action. No, there's no way they can get away with this. Like, there's no, there's no executives out there that won't have the stomach to do this. And it's just like, oh my god. Um, and uh, but yeah, a- any more lasting thoughts about that? Um, I thought it was a great series. I can't wait for season two. And I love all the voice actors that are on this. It's pretty yeah. crazy. And the memes were incredible. And the memes. Are- <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching episode three. Um, there's many routes you can take, so I'm, see, I'm interested to see what, which one it does mm-hmm. end up choosing. I'll probably watch it with my boy Martin over here. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and definitely, I know like some episodes are probably slower than others, like some have having to go off on their own storyline or something else, but they eventually all come back, and it just builds up, and it's like, wow, we're in this. We're in the end game now. Oh, my God. Already? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that type of thing. Uh, yeah, so yeah, just keep going and like it's it's gonna shock you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I feel like, I just feel like in this series the like the love interest and the uh, best friend situation where like you know they know about the secret about him being a hero mm-hmm. is a lot different than seeing him just regular superheroes uh, cartoons or movies because mm-hmm. usually usually you get like a love interest. And either, like, you're really trying to hide the secret from them to protect them from, like, villains, or they want to know and you tell them and they try to help you as much as they can. And oh, yeah. You, you kind of don't see that situation in this. And then, like, the best friend, it's like they kind of, they try to help you with their secret, but either they're, in this one, it's like either trying to blab it out or he's like rejecting him as a friend and like he's not really helping him like he should you're not helping the situation here <laughs> yeah so it's a, it's a little different than seeing regular uh hero stuff mm. it's, it, yeah it's definitely one of those here because you know even us nerds like we get tired of seeing superheroes all the time sometimes we need a, we need a break sometimes but like when they change it up like this it's like Oh, okay. <laughs> this is something new. It's great, and so uh, like, I, it got me full in. So I like to see where the series goes. That's why I think like like Robert Kirkman's like really good at yeah, doing it. Watching it the first, watching this first episode just makes super reminded me of that Walking Dead comic. Yeah. Where like in that comic, I didn't really know where it was gonna go. Like one moment it was kind of chill, and then the next moment, like, mm-hmm. crazy. So it was kind of like, <laughs> so I could kind of see it in the show, and it was like, okay, you know, there's some slow parts, but then like. My mm-hmm. you just don't know, and they're like, it's a fun <laughs> <laughs> Um, does any more last last minute topics you guys want to talk about? Anything, anything I may have missed uh, that's coming no. out? Sorry, that's probably my <laughs> neighbor. Like dogs in the background. We are getting a uh, animated version of Injustice. I can't believe I was about to forget that. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. Speaking of Superman becoming evil, um, yeah, so people listening to this, that there was a video game called Injustice and Injustice 2, where basically to sum it up, that Joker kills Lois and Superman, and Superman actually kills her by accident, and it just drove him crazy, where he's like, you know what, fuck all crime, fuck prisons, I'm doing law and order now, I'm the judge, jury, executioner, shit. I'm gonna, you're gonna follow my way, or no one's gonna live through it. And he decides to take over the world, and people either followed him or just like they died. That was simple as that. <laughs> and so that was that world. And I love the video game. I love the sequel. I like to see where they go with with number three. And the fact that they're doing animation of this, it has to be like because they now DC is definitely getting more into animated rated R movies. They're doing the Long Halloween, which is supposed to come out in a few months, few weeks, I think, with Jason Eccles, who Supernatural is now cast as Batman. Woo! Yeah. Um, as you remember, he did the Red Hood voice a few years back, uh, yeah, Batman under the Red Hood. So now he's doing Batman, and Long Halloween is a very popular comic. Um, there's even a, like a, a motion audio comic of it on YouTube. It's pretty well read, pretty, pretty well anima- animated. Um, but yeah, they're not doing full animation of that. But yeah, now with Injustice, I was like, oh man, I like to see where this goes. I can see where it goes. Um, yeah. Anybody else have anything else? Let's see. Uh, 
You said The Rock playing Crypto. Oh, yeah. The Rock is going to voice Crypto, the dog. Superman's dog. An animated series. An animated can't series. Be super, if he can't be Superman, yeah. might as well be his dog. Yeah, it's going to be like a cartoon show. But he's also going to be Black Adam, right? Yeah, he's still going to be Black Adam. And he's still looking buff as shit. And I was like, dude, you got to stop being gay. He's like getting bigger and bigger every movie. And I was like, fuck. Hulk, he's going out for the Hulk part instead. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but I think I think we'll end it there, guys. Um, yeah, I, I I can't remember. I'm, I'm having brain farting on what else is coming out. But like, yeah, man, it, it was great to talk about these series that finally we finally get to talk about. Definitely watch Invisible. Let let us know how it's gonna go, and let me get all your thoughts about that. And. Yeah, I think the next big series is Loki series coming out soon. It's happening yeah, on Wednesdays, uh, right? June like ninth or something like that, eighth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, again, yeah, we're gonna see where this series takes us because I, I have absolutely no idea where this is gonna go. Like, why are we doing a Loki series? And it's not even the Loki that we know. It's an alternate version of Loki now. And so it's like, what the fuck are we gonna do? And then. <laughs> I mean, we'll see how this goes. I mean, I, I, I like the character. I'm just, like, interested. I'm like, I have no idea. Like, what's this building up to? <laughs> um, so I can't wait for that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it definitely, I, I feel like Loki will definitely build up to, um, like, like these cosmic powers that kind of, like, defi- like that define, like, realities in time, like, um, in time because... You know, with the eternal, like Eternals coming out soon, I think mm-hmm. we'll get a, like a, a glimpse of like the early beginnings of the universe as a whole in the Marvel in the MCU. Yeah, we don't know how far back he's gonna go. Yeah, because like T, like TFS is like in Loki. The TFS means like the they're like some time kind of cops or something like that. It, it kind of gave me like Legends vibes. I don't know mm-hmm. if you ever saw mm-hmm. Legends. Yeah. Um, at least like the first season was okay, but I didn't really watch. The rest <laughs> of it. Um, I mean, I know, I know for sure, Ant Man and Wasp three is called Quantum Mania or something like that. But basically, okay. has something to do with a villain who who comes from the future because they mess with time or something like that. So like this, like they're dealing with space aliens now. They're dealing with time, alternate dimensions, and so it's like. You need to watch these shows to keep up. It's like, yeah, oh my yeah. god! I, I hope Loki kind of leads into uh, Thor. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you do see him in the trailer. Love like he Thunder. uses the the Asgardian bridge, the Rainbow Bridge, yeah. to teleport somewhere. Yeah. I'm just interested to know where. So, we'll see how that goes. Um, oh, how do you feel about the Loki series? I'm excited. I'm confused about. I'm confused about it a little bit, but I mean, I'm excited. You're excited? Mm-hmm. All right, she's excited. So, and, and, her, and her sister loves Loki, Jessica. Oh, man, she adores him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's not to adore. It's not to adore. Well, th- well, this Loki, the last time we saw him in Avengers, he stabbed the guy in the eye. Yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty brutal. <laughs> I just want to say somebody pointed out in uh, Infinity War, in Infinity Wars, uh, when Loki dies from Thanos mm-hmm. in the beginning, like they don't really show images of him from when he like steps up to Thanos. Like, mm. like there's a glimpse, like you see a glimpse of him, and then he's like talking to Thor the whole time, and then later on you see another glimpse of him, mm-hmm. and he's kind of like ready to take on Thanos, like he's ready to fight him. Oh, you think that's a, like a so, mirage or something? Somebody was saying like, oh, maybe that's Loki, like from uh, the series. Like they're gonna throw him in there, and like somehow he saves himself, and he—that's him. I don't know, like a different oh, version of Loki. Oh, that was crazy. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That, that's uh, far fetched, but they, they can do whatever the hell they want if they make it work. <laughs> fuck, fuck. Yeah. Um. Shit, damn. Damn, you now you got me thinking, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. This is episode 96. Yeah, we're getting there to the hundreds. All right. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to this. And uh, anyone out there, whatever, in the car, out the car, wherever you are, thank you. And let us know what the nerdy and the dirty. Um, yeah, so we're going to get, you know, we're going to definitely watch some more shows. We'll let you know. 
definitely give our reviews a Loki and let you know, like, you know, how close we are so we don't spoil anything for you guys. Uh, but thank you guys so much for coming on here. And I'll see you guys later. Good night. Right. Thank you. Good morning. Yeah, good night and morning. You guys have a great, great week, great weekend. Good night. All right, keep drinking. Keep drinking. Good weekend already. <laughs> All right. Refill. All right, guys. Later. Peace. Peace.